<laughs> yeah, well, not that exciting, but we did hit one of our uh, same game parlay. So it was $100, won you five on the last play of the, the pretty much the game, the mm-hmm. interception. And Scott had uh, great insight on the field goal. And then what was the third piece of that? The under. The under. under. Mm-hmm. And then we had two that missed. So it was 500 minus 100 minus 100. So we won three units. So we're up for the year now, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I don't feel like we've really even got going. No. All right. It's so, because we haven't hit one of those bomb shots, you know? That's we hit one of those. That's and, what's yeah. coming. That's yeah. what's coming. We got the whole house with us, Faz. Mackenzie's mic's broken, so you won't be hearing from him. Um, let's go around quickly with our first thesis. What is the thesis coming in here? Faz, you got one. I, let's start with you. Both teams are going to be very careful, I feel, with the ball. So Chicago outplayed the Saints. Statistically, but they turn the ball over five times. I've seen this movie before. After that, the coaching staff's going to go ahead and really emphasize, be more careful, limit the turnovers. Similarly, so how do we get at that? Well, not just under turnovers because they're so prone anyway. It might moderate it, but not that much. Right. Let me finish on Carolina, oh, and then ahead, we'll talk to you guys because I'm not I'm not sure, but I, I'm going to ask you guys. So Carolina, same thing. Through not one, but two pick sixes. They did fine in the stats last week, but they lost by two touchdowns because of those pick, two pick sixes. Mm-hmm. So I would have to feel that both quarterbacks, especially Carolina and Young, is they're. I think Young's going to be much more careful, you know, with his passes yeah. and his aggressiveness. That's now the question is, how do we take advantage of this? Because if there's a tendency because of they're just bad, let's say it's going to be to have turnovers. If they're going to try to will themselves not to. That can moderate it some, but I don't. It's not going to bring it where there's an advantage going on. I think we got to think what are the second order principles of this. Perhaps rushing more. Perhaps the teams will look to rushing run the ball more, more, shorter passes. Certainly. So, go, what do you? I got? just love this because I already have my same game parlay built, and you guys are mentioning things that are already in my parlay. Talk to us. So Jimmy. the first thing we have to talk about before we get into the rushing and the short passing. Carolina's 7-1 ATS in the first quarter this season. They allow the fourth fewest points in the first quarter this year at 2.5. They've shut out their last three opponents in the first quarter. They're still getting plus a half a point in the first quarter. We like that plus a half. (laughs) So that, to me, is my first leg of this parlay. But I'm with you guys as far as the rushing and the short passing, especially with Bryce Young. And so two of the plays that I love is on the starting running back for the Panthers, Chuba Hubbard. I like his over 11 and a half rushing attempts. In the last three weeks, he's carried the ball 16 times, 15 times, and 19 times. And the Bears are allowing an average of 19.56 rushing attempts to running backs this season per game. And I like his over two and a half receptions. The Bears' defense is allowing an average of 6.1 receptions to opposing running backs per game. Okay. So short passes to to the running back and rushing attempts for the running now, back. Now th- we got two running backs for Carolina, right? Yeah, but Miles Sanders touches the last three weeks have gone significantly down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Chuba Hubbard has touched the ball fifty seven times in the last three games. Unfortunately, my prop expert tells me that we're we're supposed to bet Hubbard under forty two rush yards and Sanders over twenty rush yards. I it's a black box. I don't okay. know why. So so may, but that doesn't talk about Hubbard's receptions. It does not, but I would assume that Sanders is taking over a bigger role 
for whatever reason. I don't know if, if Hubbard well, That would it. be completely contradictory to the last three games mm-hmm. in it's which prob- Sanders has taken no, yeah, a so major backseat to Hubbard. I mean, obviously, if it was a yeah. professional, there's some reason, though could it's be, no guarantee. Could, could be the health of one of the running backs. I don't, I don't know. I don't I, know why. And let's think about it. If it was a 50% chance that it was going to go back the way it was, it'd still be a good bet because half the time it's, you know, because the numbers I'm assuming are priced pretty much where the reality is today, which is uh, Hubbard getting most of the touches, right? Yeah, he's out-touched them yeah. by, by but what 40 I'm saying touches. Is, what I'm saying is the price on these props accounts for that pretty much, right? Yeah, Hubbard's at two and a half receptions and Sanders is at one and a half receptions. Yeah, so the question is, Sanders used to have more touches, right? He was officially the starter, if mm-hmm. I recall, and now it's gone the other way. If it's going back, you know, I don't know. And remember, there's the new OC and new play caller, maybe he prefers but that Chuba has Hubbard. Co- but that is coincided that's what I'm with saying. Hubbard yeah. dominating that, the that, touch. It would make sense that. for there to be a shift. Yeah, that's been since the bye, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So that's two games. Two right. disappointing games. We, we, th- we well, thought— they, When they won at home, it wasn't— dis- But you're right. Often, often, two, yeah. Two, yeah, two, yes. I agree. I also think there's an interesting dynamic in this game because you have Matt Eberflus against Frank Reich. Guys that work together. Two guys in, are going to be fired soon. Yeah. <laughs> guys that work together, though, in Indy, where Reich called the offense and Eberflus called the defense. What do we know about both these coaches now? Eberflus has taken over the coaching uh, and calling the plays of the defense, whereas Frank Reich has given up the play calling for the defense. So I actually give the edge to the Panthers because if Eberflus is prepping based off of Reich's play calling, it's not Reich calling the plays anymore. But he knows that, right? Sure. But, but let me ask you a question. When you say his everyone name, preps on tendency, tendencies. When you say his name, are you saying it in some advanced way? Eberflus? Yeah, I've always heard that. Eberflus? What did I say? Eberflus? Yeah. It's like, if you, did you hear that? I didn't. Maybe, I was, maybe it's a little disrespectful. No, I thought, no, no, I thought it was like some kind of like, oh, this is the real way. To, like, Flus. you know how there's certain foreign yeah. words that people roll their tongue in a certain way and... You know, professional, I didn't know. I, I was interesting. I was like, I've been saying you were flus. I didn't know. All right. McKenzie, broken mic and all, sends us a note. Miles Sanders attempts by month, 13 and a half or so in September, seven and a half in October, six last week. And that's per game, the first two. Chubba Hubbard, I think it was a, a munchies place, it sounds like. Like, there's a place where you can get food if you have the munchies. It's some name like Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> four in September, the whole month. Four, oh, is that by per game? Maybe type that up there if it is. I'm assuming it's per game. So four, 14.3 in October. So he was moving up, but then 16 last week. Trend line up. Yeah, 16, 15, and 19 the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Carries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's per game. Okay. All right. So that, but again, now we got a pro coming in the other way. So I, a minimum, we don't want to play against that pro. Yes. And unfortunately, and I don't want to go against your trend either. And here's the beauty, you because you might want to do this, Scott, in this one. I love your analysis, except the one, one of the few teams. And Fez, you, you see this out the quarter output here. Yes. Okay. So take a look at this. Chicago against Carolina is. You're right. Chicago or um, Carolina is one of the best first quarter teams, but Chicago is right up there as one of the best. How how much of that was the Justin Fields games versus the Tyson Bajan? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, Let's take a gander. So what's it been two with Bajan? 
That's yeah. The, I mean, I guess I I'm so. looking at EPA and success rate. Oh, two and a half, right? Because the, yep. the Minnesota game was – he took yeah. over. So they scored seven last week against the Saints in the first quarter, and they were shut out against the Chargers in the first quarter. All right, so when someone else is talking, I'll go jump in and try to look – I'll look at the – because the way I do – that actually makes me feel better, but let me look at the EPA on mm-hmm. those plays. Yeah, and so and the, the EPA is better, as RJ's explained before, because who cares whether – there's so much there's noise. Some randomness. And to, who gets to, the, the ball to yeah. start the game. But bottom line, how good are you in the first quarter? The first 10 minutes of the quarter, I think the points are a great representation. It's just – it's the last five where mm-hmm. does it – does the drive – or not, you know, sometimes right yeah, at the end. Last week when I played the Panthers in the first quarter, the Colts drove it down and had goal to go at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They let the time run out. They scored in the second quarter. <laughs> See, I like that. There's a, I mean, that doesn't necessarily back your stuff, but you're being honest. There is random. Yeah, it was 0-0 zero, like zero at the end of the first quarter, and, and I, yeah. I cashed it. <laughs> <laughs> you were worried. You know, what down was it? Was it close to the kick in the field goal? It was like first and goal with uh, okay. 20 seconds left. So it was like, all right, let, let it milk out, and that's fine. As soon as they tackled him and the clock was at like 25, I said, we're good. They're not going to run another play. What do you got, AJ? Uh, so I, I already asked. Who are we doing this for? For DraftKings Sportsbook, okay. obviously. Now, it, there's got to be a special offer. There is. If you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets free when you sign up using the promo code RJ. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Wait, hold on a second. I bet $5. Yep. No matter if I win or lose, I get 200 back? Yes. Fez, that's a good deal. Signing up my wife tomorrow. Your wife? <laughs> and, I mean, here's the thing. People are thinking, oh, it's too good. No. They believe that their system, their interface is so good. And it is a good interface. Jeez. I, I get in those same game parlays. I've been, let's just say I've been enjoying it. And they figure you're going to stick there. You're gonna, as long as you keep betting, you bet with them because they offer such good offer. And you know what? The stock price seems to be going up. Or at okay. least it's yeah. doing okay. Yeah. I don't know about up every given day. But, but you know what? If it's wrong, if you don't like them, sign up, get your 200, and then leave. Right? I mean, it's one of those things. There's, it's, it's a motivated reason to go give it a try. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, use code RJ for sure. But go ahead. Okay, so I asked these guys already. Uh, I haven't asked Fez or you, so I- I'll ask now. Think about Adam Thielen the entire time he was in Minnesota, from 2014 to 2023, or well, to the end of 2022. How many times he played the Bears? It was 15 times. His receiving prop is 68 and a half. In those 15 games when the Vikings played the Bears, how many times do you think Adam Thielen went over 68 and a half receiving yards? Four. RJ? I have no idea. The answer is zero. Yeah, but how many times was he the number one option? Zero. But but remember now. This is a, this was an all-pro, Scott. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. Hold, hold on. The 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 over-under is going to account for whatever level he was on each of the each of the um uh, games, right? Sure, yeah. So it's, it's 64 is such a, like a random number. How many times did he go over 50 yards? Uh, in fact, it was zero. He, yeah. he had, oh, he no, had no, single-digit no, yards. You're actually making an interesting point. You're, you're saying it against the number that it is now. Yeah. What, what we would need is what was the number in those games. Right, because if he if he wasn't the number one receiver, he's not going to get his main target. Yeah, yeah. Your points, I, I I misunderstood what he said. He was probably like fifty eight. Still playing in these in the, in the Vikings offense the last fifteen years against these Bears, 
you you'd think a guy that was would, an all pro would have had some some breakout games. I only guessed four because I I I, I seem to remember he didn't do well because but like you would have guessed seven or six would be a normal would be a all logical right, so, guess. So let's say that zero is I mean, shocking. I like unders to start with. So and we were thinking about short passes anyway. So under yardage might be an interesting thing to add in. And right? I have a feeling that that Thielen had you have a not done that well. <laughs> In the second half of years, this is the time he always seems to start well, and then and then he fades, and now he's a year older. He's got so much tread on the tires, and he had a really bad game last week. Okay, fair enough. And and he he wasn't expected to be the number one, or let's just say he got shoved out of Minnesota because they didn't think he was even a number two receiver at that price, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Okay, McKenzie says first quarter EPA in week seven, eight, and nine. Uh, Chicago 11th in EPA in the first quarter. That, that's net EPA? Like, do we have... Um, it's offense. offense. Yeah, get the defense. Oh, well, that might sound crackly. Let me make sure that's right. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so let's look at defense, too. But now, remember, what we got to compare it against is the whole game or the whole game stats because that the difference is what matters. Yeah, so Chicago's actually good in first quarter EPA because they're a bad team. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, they're, they're probably they're decent. Exactly. The what are they, like 28th or 30th? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can see. All right, so on defense during these games, and, and, and McKenzie's right, is obviously um, – you know, the defense, I think we can kind of trust the season long because the quarterback doesn't – Necessarily affect that too much, but I still want to see. Is it twenty eighth? Is that what? All right. Is that yeah twenty eighth? Um, and for the season long, okay. So I guess what we're saying is the very fact they're eleventh in the first quarter of those weeks speaks to that this isn't the best of spots for the first quarter. I'm not saying it's a bad play. I'm just saying it certainly is less attractive than because remember Chicago's getting priced like they're the thirtieth team and they're the eleventh, just like Carolina's getting priced like they're the thirty first. And they're like whatever tenth or um on the season. What is Carolina? Uh, just do offense, I guess. For now. well, I guess we'd have to look at both. Maybe pop that up. All right. So thirtieth on offense. Yeah. See, so that oh, during the first quarter and 29th on defense. Wow, boy. See, now that tells me the scoring's falling their way because these kind of stats aren't going to worry as much. The only stat that matters. On yours is the scoring. Mm-hmm. On this, it's every play. Yeah, that's interesting. So like, I'm not anxious to bet the 30th best offense against the 11th best, right? So, but again, this is what's fascinating about these quarter bets. And and you know, Scott's. I listen. If I was Scott, I'd keep going until I. Well, I wouldn't necessarily. I'm not one to go to. I lose one, but yeah. but I could see the point, right? Um, listen, they shut out Miami in the first quarter. That was yeah, and the defense is probably yeah, yeah. Maybe take a quick gander at that. What was the de- did we see the defense? Yeah, uh, oh, that was twenty nine. Jeez, okay, huh? All right. So here's my thinking. I think Fez is exactly right about the teams are going to be apprehensive. All right, and I also think this is the last. I mean, this is a Thursday game. Now, the Bears, did they play on Thursday already? This is their second game? Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. I wonder why they're forced to play two Thursday games. But in a way, you got to think that's a small advantage. They That was the 40-20 to 20 win over Washington was the Thursday. Yes. And they, Justin they, Fields. They were home for that game, right? Because Washington was like no, a six-point. No, that was point... at Washington. Oh, okay. And they were like a six-point favorite, I remember? Yeah, Washington was favorite, yeah. Yeah. And Justin Fields went off. Okay, yeah, yeah. So... 
Bears are at home. Now they're, that's interesting. They're laying three minus 20 in the game. Uh, so that makes you think right now they are cle- they're perceived to be clearly better than the Panthers with a backup quarterback. How can that well, a be? A question mark at quarterback. They're saying Fields maybe. No, Fields a- isn't playing. The doctors already. I mean, the, the, here's what's happening with that. They announced he announced in the in the press conference he wasn't playing. Then he said, well, you know, actually he's doubtful. So he kind of doubled back because he wanted to keep the uncertainty. And then the t- there's reports of team physicians say he's not cleared to play. Yeah, he's not cleared. Mm-hmm. So he's not playing. Okay. So, and I, but I get where you got caught up in he wants to keep uncertainty, Eberfluzy or whatever is there. I didn't mean that Eberfluzy. That's <laughs> kind of weird. But <laughs> Eberflus. Yeah. Um, how is that? Let's start there. How is that the case? How are the Bears with a backup quarterback three and a half? What they shouldn't pa- be. What does your power rating say, Fez? Let me take a look at that. I've got my numbers all over the place. I have Chicago two and a half points better than Carolina because I have Carolina like rated so lowly. But that's with a backup quarterback. You with a backup it? quarterback? Yes. I don't. I, you just. I mean, how could that be? Let me take a look at. Um, you know what I would think about? It's because their their YPP is like. What is good for the year and last? A lot of it huh? is. It, it, what, who's what? Like Chicago's say yards per play is what five point two four, five point four against. So they're like statistically, they're much better than what they, you know, the the scoreboard that they put up. Um, but that's with Justin Fields. Uh, Fields hasn't been that good. It has been with Fields, yes. I mean, what's your downgrade with the backup? With the backup. Badgent is bad. One second. Let me get Fields. I mean, Badgent's an interesting story. I mean, I give him I Badgent's four and a half points worse than an average quarterback, a three and a half point downgrade from Fields. So that's pretty significant. It's significant. Right? So you're saying this line would be seven if Fields were quarterbacking? Yes. Does that sound right to you? That they'd be a touchdown favorite over the Panthers? Yes, because Carolina's just been so bad. Yeah, I disagree with I, that. There's no way the Bears would be seven-point favorites. I don't even think that's even— Over good. anyone. Oh, I mean— I don't know if they'd be seven-point favorites. Would they be the seven-point favorites against Tommy DeVito and the Giants? They just I, beat Houston. They they were a winless team off of a bye, yeah. and they won by two points in a coin flip game. Or they, yeah, they're well, almost a, winless. Against a team that some people have like 10. Yeah, 10. The win, I mean, that win looks a lot better now. I mean, the, the fact that Houston, you know, had such a nice comeback last week. Yeah. Um, I'm probably overreacting to the, the phony final. I shouldn't react at all to it because, I mean, they got murdered last week but on the scoreboard, but the stats were equal. All right, so looking at EPA mm-hmm. on the season, I'm R.J. Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1 and all of a sudden you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink 
and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Now, Chicago with fields is uh, they're pretty, you know, it's interesting. You got them almost even. They're pretty, they're about minus .02 per play on defense and about the same on offense. So they are slightly bad or slightly below average on offense, slightly below average on defense in Chicago on the season. Mm-hmm. Now we got Carolina exactly the same on defense. All right. So, but they're worse by a good bit on offense. So the theory is with Fields, Chicago's the better team and it's all about the uh, Carolina's bad offense. Okay? That all sounds right. Correct to me. But now the question is how much adjustment is there? So B- Badges played okay. Um McKenzie, pull up Badget, uh, the ga- just the EPA on offense and defense. It's, oh, no, just offense for Chicago. Full game, though, not first quarter, uh, just with Badget's game. So it would be the last three, or did he play? Last three and a half. Uh, we'll oh, just three and a half now? Okay. Yeah, but I only want the games he started. So okay. take out the Minnesota game. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So Chicago, all quarters week, seven through nine, 21st. That's offense? Okay. That's offense. All right, so that's actually not so bad, is it? So this line, I mean, usually lines aren't I mean, this is a surprising line to me. But it's saying Chicago's not so bad. What, what was it with uh, the prior weeks? Let's go from week, um, I guess, one through five, right? Because six is when he got hurt, if he played seven through nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I bet it's not as good as that. Hmm. You, would you guess over under 21st before that, Faz? Sounds about right, actually. Uh, it looks like oh, it looks like they were 18th. Yeah. So they were better. Than, all that talk about they had the worst team in the league just because they lost a couple games early. Right? I, mean, I mean, Chicago well, was like at the bottom well, of deep, power. It's because their defense was really lousy to start the year. I don't know. I mean, it's gotten better, obviously. It, oh. Wait, De- defense give, is still pretty bad. Well, give me their defense EPA the last three games. I mean, the theory is there's a trend line. All right. Okay. 38 and a half. His total is not tiny. 
I mean, we see 37s now all the time. Open 40, so sharp money under. Okay. I, or I should say money under. <laughs> Using right. the 96.4 filter, the Bears are 32nd on the in defense. That's EPA full season. Mm. Okay, so the um, the 96.4? Yep. Yeah, yeah, here. Okay. The 32nd EPA, they're 20th in opponent success rate, 32nd in opponent. But now this EPA. is fascinating. In the last three weeks, they're 11th. Okay. They've trended. Wow. And they're still last on the season? I guess you were right. How bad? And they, they... And they played very well against the Saints. That was, you know, they, they could they could have won easily right, if so, they just hadn't turned the ball over. So let's – I think the Panthers' D is pretty good. I agree. So why don't we look at – I mean, let's look at some unders. But, but I think – How about we look at first quarter under, seven and a half? All right. Well, the tendencies don't push that way, but they don't mm. push the other way either. So it's, it's obviously – Correlated nicely to a it's plus. It's actually act. slightly, uh, slightly up to the over. Oh, is that right? Okay, I mean so by maybe... a third of a standard deviation. All right. I don't know. Uh, let's look at this. I think the Bears are better on offense than people think. I, let's use this line as our guide. The Bears are better on offense than people think, and we know the Panthers' D's. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the key defensive guy um, Burns is out. Out. Okay. And Carolina's 28th in DVOA defensively. The Bears should run the ball. The Bears lost last week because uh, they just... turned the ball over. They, they ran the ball very effectively last week. The Bears should be running, running, running. Problem is we don't have a lot of running. We don't have running back. Uh, you want, no, yeah, they're, they're not up putting right up running back props because Khalil Herbert. Herbert could be activated yeah. and play in this game. Or it's going to be Dante Foreman. I'm interested in Badgett. Short pass, like receptions over to tight ends, to running backs. So I, I would, I was going to say Cole Komet would be the guy that we would target over the last two weeks. Komet had six catches for fifty-five yards and ten catches for seventy-nine yards. Okay, yeah, so when, it was absolutely. And when you have a quarterback and he gets a a, a security blanket like that, he's going to keep going. To they him. tend I, to, I, and, and I like the fact that the, the, the Komet will get priced based on the season-long averages, not upon his games with his his budget. receiving yards right now is thirty-five and a half. Okay, here's what I want to do. I think we've got three or four pieces that make sense. Let's state each one individually, why we like it. But then I want to do one thing. I want to meta thing. I want to say, what is the premise behind this? Because I want to tie the premises together. Because this feels like good picks, but it feels a little hodgepodge I want to stitch it together better. So, Scott, you've got some good insight in, into these props and all that. Why don't you start? So, what's, what, what one do you feel like you can make the best case for that we've discussed? I think it's going to be Cole Komet, the tight end for the Bears, and going his over-receiving yards, which right now is listed at 35.5. And, and if you look at the last two weeks with Tyson Bajant starting, he had 10 catches for 79 yards against the Chargers on 10 targets, so he caught all of his targets. And then against New Orleans last week, he had six catches for 55 yards on eight targets. So 18 targets in the last two weeks with Bajan as the starting quarterback. I think a young quarterback that gets a security blanket stays there. And a new quarterback, so the season-long numbers don't matter for uh, Komet. It's all that matters is his relationship with you know, Bajan. I agree. So let's say that's in, and let's say this is the assumption that the Bears aren't going to be so bad. They'll be fine, but they're going to throw short. All right? which brings up something else that we've talked about before the show, if I remember. It was uh, DJ Moore under. Let's put that to the side for a second, though. Okay. okay. All right, so what's our ne next one? And uh, Well, let's go Thielen, and you made the case with Thielen, and that assumption is Panthers 
not throwing well. Specifically, Thielen's been limited by the Bears historically. Yeah, it's never had over 68 and a half uh, receiving yards against the Bears. And in the four games before the bye, uh, you were looking at 10 receptions per game for Thielen. We talked about the offense changing after the bye. It's been six and a half receptions per game since the, the switch in play caller. He's being targeted less. His yardage has gone way down. Uh, this is, I think it's yeah. a good time to, to sell on Thielen. All right, so let's add him in. And mm-hmm. Are we going yards or receptions? We're going yards. Yards. Okay. Under because they're going to have conservative routes because of the two pick sixes. Only 29 week. yards last week for mm-hmm. Thielen. What does that pay right now? So just those two legs pay out plus 230. Okay, so now <laughs> let's think about this. This is, again, Panthers are going to dink and dunk. And we are down on Young generally. And I think we're down on the Panthers against – we think the Bears' defense is underrated. So I think we looked about under Panthers' team total now too. Okay, so under 17.5 points, we add that into the mix, plus 475. Okay. That feels like an interesting prop right there. Or, or three-teamer I'll right I'll certainly there. endorse that. All right, what do you got? Anyone object to this one? Nope. Now here's what I want to do. I want to go two – Trip to the or month in the Hamptons because that was our weekend getaway one. You hit mm-hmm. the nice. All right, let's do and let's look at the um, DJ Moore, and then let's look at one other thing that goes under Young again. We'll go because this is we're going under Chicago in a way with Moore, and then we I want to think of one ingenuitive way to get another under Panthers. Yeah, if we're gonna go over on Comet, then we might as well go under DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. And because of the, I guess, inverse correlation, because it's uh, one is pro offense, one's negative offense, we're jumping this baby up to plus 950. All right. I like, but really, if you think about it, our payout was five, what? 475. 475. So 475 plus 100, we risk. It's 575 to win the difference between 950 and 575. So it's it's given us 575 to win 475. Yeah. So it's what about minus 120? Yeah. yeah. And it's minus 115 is the individual odds. Okay. We're so so we're not getting inverse, but sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying because yeah. I, I think at some point someone's got to go. You know, it's when you add a couple overs, you got to add under, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to keep going, you know, uh, you don't have to, but that's the correlation. All right. I like that as a half unit. Or I guess, let me think. The Hamptons, we don't want to, do we want to put, what, what do you think, Fez? If we put the 500 or the 475 one is is a unit, right? What do we do on each Hamptons? When a half unit each? Yeah, I think that's fair. Sure. Yeah. All right. So half unit. Now let's last, last thing we got to decide, what can we do interesting with Carolina under or, we could or say over Paget, I'd go either way. We could say that um, Young doesn't throw a touchdown. You could go under, but that boy, I, I wonder what the correlation. So let's get back to the. Let's take away DJ Moore, and now we're just going to add one more piece to that core three. Mm-hmm. And he's saying no touchdowns, something to look. It at. is going to be severely correlated to the under yeah. seventeen and a half. So passing, so under for Bryce Young passing touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. So let's go under one and a half. Oh, there is a one and a half. That's yep. like minus one eighty or something. It's plus five twenty five. That parlay. It's and minus two sixty on the minus one. On the, on the so one we went from four seventy five to five twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So not, that's not good enough. Too much correlation. So but how about pass. under a half? Like no touch. Is there yeah. any no touchdowns? No, it's just no. uh yeah. Okay. All right. So um, right. is Carolina? Carolina is going to be losing. We think. Does it makes them keep passing? We don't want to go. Do we want to go running Chicago? I mean, if we think Padgett, here's a way to get at Chicago. Maybe Padgett's going to do well. This line's crazy high. 
meaning I think it's right, but it seems way high. Let's go rush yards, Chicago. It goes. The problem is the uncertainty of the Chicago running backs. Yeah, we well, don't we take the, a risk. We don't no, have, no, no, we don't have. No, we don't take a risk because we they, they don't have any rushing. Not no rushing. We don't know who's because of be the starting running back. But there's no team rushing. There's no rushing for a touchdown. There's no rushing. You, when you hit rushing, it's empty. Yeah. There's no individual running back. But what yes. do they have? What do they have? They only have the individual players. They have the receivers. They don't have the. Is there the, a the is there runners. a sack prop for the Bears? Defensive props, sure. We can have. Well, remember, if we're going short passes, we think yeah. we're not thinking sacks. They right? have individual players. They have turnovers. We have uh, bears to. Yeah, we have. You can do that if you want. Total right. total total turnovers in the game. He's, he's just Ooh. been he's been Ooh. good for Ooh. four Ooh. sacks a game. What what is the total turnovers for the game? Is it three and a half or is it two, two and, and a half? Two and a half over and, two and a half. And what's the price? Minus one thirty five. Adding that into the parlay makes well, it I want, plus nine hundred. I, I, I want under two and a half. You want under two and a half is even money. Adding that to the parlay makes it plus nine fifty. I don't want to just drive this, but I'm just throwing that out there. All right, and you know, Scott, I know you haven't brought it up just for us, but the field goal stuff that you have I love championed, it. yeah, because I love picking the kicker to make more than one field goal if I believe the offense is going to stall out. And so if we're talking about the Panthers' offense stalling out here, why don't we like Eddie Pinheiro over one-and-a-half field goals? All right, so, Fez, you like the turnover stuff. I think we do this. We go a third unit each for the month in the Hamptons. We do three different ones, a third unit each, and let's let's do that. Tell us the payout. All right, so if we add Pinheiro over one-and-a-half field goals to the core three, which is the Thielen under-receiving yards, Komet over-receiving yards, and the Panthers under 17-and-a-half, Plus thirteen hundred. So Panthers under team total for the game. Mm-hmm. You add that fourth piece in, third of a unit on it. It's pays hundred wins you fourteen hundred exactly. Yep. All right, let's do the hundred wins you thirteen hundred. It's thirteen hundred. All right, DJ Moore. And now if we do the DJ Moore under fifty two and a half receiving yards, we're at plus nine fifty. All right, that's the second one. And then we've got Fez came in right off the top with turnovers. They think that he thinks the team's going to be ex- both teams are going to be conservative. Both teams blew the game last week with excess turnovers. Be real careful. The ball will go under two and a half turnovers. I in like the game. that. I like that. All right. And now we're looking at plus 950. All right. So third, 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 and a full unit on the core three. Core three, which pays out plus 475. Core what? three being, of course, Thielen under 68 and a half reception yards, Komet over three and a half receptions. And 35 team, and a half receiving yards. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and team total, Carolina under 17 and a half. Where could you bet this, AJ? DraftKings Sportsbook, of course. Bet $5 on any NFL game. Get $200 in bonus bets when you sign up using the promo code RJ at DraftKings Sportsbook. And let me tell you this. If you don't listen to the main pod, you're missing. <sighs> when a boy becomes a man, it's very emotional. That's all I'm going to tell you. One of the boys became a man, I think it's fair to say. Listen up. 